Welcome to episode two of the While We Wait podcast. This is a podcast about being abstinent, celibate. As a young 20-something, <laughs> my name is Winter. I am a 23-year-old Black woman who lives in New York, and I have been practicing abstinence for a few years now. On my 24th birthday, I will be celebrating three years of abstaining from sex. And I started this podcast because I wanted to share my experience specifically because I could not find many resources um, or communities of Black people sharing their experiences um, being celibate and practicing abstaining from sex. Now, if you haven't listened to my first episode, I would suggest that you do. My first episode, I discuss why I abstain from sex. And I go into a little bit of detail about how I have maintained this for two years now going on three. I also want to apologize in advance if you hear some clanging sounds and some clicking. I do record this in my home and we have radiators. I live in a older home, so the radiators make noise <laughs> when the heat is on. So Yes, I do apologize if you hear some clicking and clanging. So today's episode, I wanted to discuss um, dating. How I date, if I date, why I date. <laughs> and what that experience is like as a 23-year-old Black woman in New York, who abstains from sex and has now come to a point in her life where I have decided that I am waiting for marriage. Now, I am going to make a video where I discuss what my philosophy on marriage is because I don't think it's the popular opinion you all might be thinking it is. <laughs> so dating as a 20-something who is abstaining from sex is not that difficult. If you um if you ask me, now hear me out. Hear me out. As I said in my first episode, I am not asexual in any way. <laughs> I do desire sex, but I do not masturbate. And again, I have been abstaining from sex for two years. And on my 24th birthday, it'll be three years. Now, 
How I practice abstaining from sex and celibacy is I do not masturbate. I don't engage in any sexual activity of any kind. And I also do my best to stay away from like soft sexual activities. So basically for me, that means I'm not masturbating when I am going out on dates um, or when I am getting to know a man. I'm not keeping things platonic, right? So here's the thing. You can date in friendship. And I call that dating with intent, dating with purpose. Now let's remember that dating does not mean in a committed monogamous relationship. And to be even more specific, dating does not mean being in a committed, monogamous, romantic, and sexual relationship with a person. When you're dating a person, for me and to me, and how I understand it and also how I operate in it, is that you are getting to know this person with your intentions clearly stated. So you are dating in friendship. The foundation of every good romantic and sexual relationship is friendship. But this does not mean that in friendship, you have to pretend as if you do not have a romantic and sexual attraction to a person which has led you to the desire of wanting to be in relationship and partnership romantically and sexually with that person. See, when we start to use our language, (laughs) when we start to use words and we really start to define what dating is, you start to understand why sometimes the lines get blurred um, and the experience can leave some feeling jaded. And it's because we're not really having a conversation about what dating is because honestly, most people are not dating. And if they are dating, they're not dating with intent or and they're not dating in friendship. So when I'm dating, when I'm getting to know a person, right, when I've met a guy um, and I'm interested in him, interested in me, I make my intentions clear. I think that it's okay to um, state your attraction to a person very early on. I don't and I don't think it's so much about when we make these things like clear to people when we say these things. I think what's more important is how we're saying those things. And as someone who does abstain from sex, I do understand that more often than not, when I'm on a date with a man or when a man is getting to know me and he states his intentions and he's interested in me, I know that he usually may believe that 
sex is something that he and I will be doing with each other at some point, right? In the dating. So this means at some point, I have to have the conversation of, hey, I'm abstinent. I'm abstaining from sex until marriage. The conversation actually doesn't come up as often as you would think. And I attribute this to, well, the fact that I am abstinent. I believe that my choice to abstain from sex has um, shifted my dating pool. It has definitely widened my dating pool and the type of men that I have been attracting into my life are very different than the men who I was attracting into my life before I was abstaining from sex. So men are not really um, being as sexually forward with me as they were before. Now, this is not to say they don't flirt and they don't state that they are sexually attracted to me. It's just that they aren't so forward about it. And if I'm going to be honest here, I think I I used to try to make myself comfortable with um, such like sexual forwardness um, mask as flirting, but I never really was. Um, Even now, It still makes me somewhat uncomfortable when a man is just very, very sexually forward um, under the like guise of it being um, compliments and flirting. Because for me, I feel that, you know, there's a way to tell me that you are attracted to me uh, without bringing up sex. You know, I just feel I just feel that sex does not need to be one of the first conversations you're having with a person when you're dating them. I don't think it needs to be included in the first few conversations. Now, of course, conversation is conversation. So it flows, it's casual, it's a back and forth, it's an exchange. So, okay, if the conversation comes up, the conversation comes up. But I'm talking more so about, you know, It's our first date and you're already trying to ask me, you know, what are your kinks? What? Sir, wait a minute. Can I take a sip of water? Can the appetizers come out? Can we get to know the waiter's name? I mean, I'm just saying like you asking me what my kinks are and you don't even know if I could eat peanuts or not. Right. And You don't took me to a Thai restaurant. Let's just, everybody relax. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like everybody like take a deep breath and relax. Why are we already trying to figure out each other's kinks before we even know each other's middle names? Okay. And I'm not even trying to be that person. Believe me, I am not the sex police. Believe me, I'm not. I have lived a lot, child. <laughs> ah. Child, when I tell y'all, if I tell y'all, I'm probably going to tell y'all. <laughs> I have lived a life. So, 
Um, I am not the sex police. I am never going to be the sex police. I'm not here to be that at all. I'm not even here to try to convince you to uh, abstain from sex until marriage or be celibate. This is just a choice that I've made in my life. And I have really been enjoying this choice. And I feel that it would be of a benefit not only to myself to verbalize it, but also for others. Because as I mentioned, I could not find many resources of Black people speaking about this experience. And even more, like specifically, people in my age range. So 18 to 25 year olds speaking about abstaining from sex, being celibate, waiting until marriage, who are not approaching the conversation from a Christian standpoint, um, few and far between, right? Few and far between. You're not finding a lot of content like this um, that is not going to, one, be phallic-centric. So one that centralizes men in the position that men have in the you know, choice of the person deciding to abstain from sex or wait until marriage or be celibate. Um, Two, you're also not finding this content where the Bible, (laughs) the Ten Commandments, Christ, is also at the center of the conversation. And, um... This podcast, I want to make it very clear. This podcast is about being a 20-something, abstaining from sex, waiting until marriage, and just helping others who are on this journey understand what you do while you wait, okay? Because that's why I called the podcast While We Wait. We're waiting. So this is what we're doing while we wait, okay? And dating is something that we do while we wait. It's um, I feel like sometimes people make the choice to abstain from sex and wait until marriage and then they like close themselves off from dating or they or they suddenly have this idea in their head that Dating is going to be difficult now because they can't have sex. I mean, if that's what you believe, then that's what it's going to be because your mind creates your reality. Ultimately, when I made the choice to abstain from sex, I didn't I didn't have a belief that dating would be hard. I actually told myself dating is going to be so much easier now because I won't be distracted and confused by having sex with them, right? Because I'm not having sex with men that I'm interested in, I really will understand and know if I'm truly interested in them because sex is just not on the table. It's not even a discussion. It's not, it's just, it's not. mm -mm. Although the sexual attraction exists and is there and the flirting is there, 
I'm still not, you know, I'm not going to act on it because my vow is far more important than the uh, momentary lust that I'm going to feel for a person on some dates. You know, I just feel that it's not worth it to leave my vow simply because I'm attracted to someone. That's not enough for me, baby. Not at all. Um, so dating is not difficult. I will say that when you are dating and you're abstinent, don't feel like you have to broadcast it. So basically, you know, when you're going on dates, don't feel like in the first couple of sentences, you have to be like, hey, just so you know, um, I'm waiting until marriage or hey, just so you know. I am abstaining from sex for the next eight months. So I'm really happy to be here. And I love that we're on this date. And it's been really great getting to know you. But I just want you to know that like, we're not going to have sex at least for the next eight months because I'm abstaining. So if you're still here, you know, like 10 months in, we could probably have sex. Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) Don't. Yeah, like, let's not do that. You don't have to do. Please don't do that. Just don't do it. You don't have to do that. Like, at all. (laughs) It's not necessary. Um, For me, my vow of abstinence really doesn't come into the conversation unless... um, Well, honestly, unless it just does. So, um, I'm trying to think back to... Honestly, honestly, usually what happens is... A man will make a move, right? He'll make an advance on me. Um, And it's welcomed admiration on my end. It's welcomed flirtation on my end. And I understand that, okay, we have gotten to a point now in the dating that this man feels comfortable enough to express his attraction to me even more so, right? Using more than just his words. So that's when I will politely, (laughs) right? I politely hmm, say no thank you to the advance. I will reinforce the attraction though, right? I will reinforce, like I'll reinforce the uh, sentiment. There we go. That's what I was looking for. I'll, I'll reinforce the sentiment. So if I am also attracted to him, well, yes, I will be because I wouldn't have, I don't, I'm not going to drag nobody along, right? So I reinforce the sentiment. Then I make it clear that I am abstaining from sex until marriage while I am extremely flattered and while I also would like to act on these uh, urges and desires because I am attracted to you I do have a vow that I am keeping to myself until I'm married and I would like to ask that you respect that because I would like to continue dating you and getting to know you And that's it. Keep it real simple. Keep it real cute. And just leave it there. You know what I'm saying? Leave it there. And if the person, right, if the man doesn't want to respect it after that, that's fine. 
that just tells you that's not the person like like you want to be with. And again, again, I just want to reiterate that dating a person does not mean that you're in a committed, monogamous, romantic, and sexual relationship with them because you're dating them. In dating, you are single. <laughs> you are single until you and that person have had a conversation where you have both agreed that you are now in a committed, monogamous relationship or any relationship of your choosing. I'm speaking from my framework, how I operate, how I will be operating, how I like to operate and what I am attracting into my life. So understand that, (laughs) you know, so until you have that conversation with a man, until you have that conversation with a woman, until you have that conversation with each other, y'all are getting to know each other. You are dating, you are dating in friendship, or you could say you're in relationship and friendship. Um, but being in relationship and friendship actually is different. So I take that back. I retract that statement. Thank you. You are dating with intent and purpose. Boom. I'm going to put that statement forward because that's what we're moving forward with. You know, that's what dating is. Dating is just to me, to me, to me. (laughs) Dating is you are single but you have stated, you know, and made it very clear that you have a sexual or romantic attraction to a person. So you would like to get to know that person further because you would like to see if you would want to be in a romantic and sexual relationship with that person. That's what dating is to me, to me. You don't have to agree. You don't have to agree. Because like I said, this podcast is not here to make you change your mind or anything. I just wanted to offer a perspective of a 20-something black woman living in America, living in New York, who is abstaining from sex, who was waiting until marriage, and who was not approaching this from a religious-centered point of view or a phallic-centric point of view. That's all that this podcast is, okay? So, I understand that. (laughs) But, you know, I just wanted to give a couple little tidbits here and there about my experience dating. Um, I feel that dating has been so much easier for me and actually more enjoyable you know, because it's conversation. Honestly, if we're being honest, right? Love is in the mind. Arousals in the mind. Attractions in the mind. Lust is in the mind. Everything is in the mind. Everything starts in your mind first. So when you connect with a person there, like 100%, well, then everything else will just follow. I think what happens is we skip all these steps and we try to go like to the physical, to the body. And it's like, you don't skip the mind, the mental. Are y'all even friends? You know, like, yes, you know that you're sexually attracted to this person, but are you romantically attracted to this person? Hmm, figure that out first. Okay. 
Um, but this has just been my experience. Um, just wanted to do a little, a little, a little shallow water dive. This, this wasn't a deep dive. Deep dive episodes are not here yet. Deep dive episodes will come in the middle of the season. You know, like the meat episodes, like eight, nine, ten type things. Um, but you know, this has been episode two of the While We Wait podcast. A podcast about being a 20-something abstinent person, celibate, waiting until marriage. And my name is Winter. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you all soon.